So you said you were watching uh, Spider-Man with your, with your son. Like, what else are you doing? Uh, we're watching Spider-Man or, like, we were, like, building, like, Hot Wheel. Like, he'd be ordered. Like, he likes Hot Wheels and Monster Trucks. So, like, every now every time we go to, like, Target or, like, we get shit from Amazon, we just build, like, we, we build the, the Hot Wheels set and he just plays with it. That's pretty much it. Oh really? Or we go outside, play catch with the dog. It's pretty. That sounds like a good yeah, life, though. Yeah, it's like a little bro, bro. He's like you know, give him ice cream and find it behind his mom's back, you know, shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't tell your mom about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Give him chocolate and fucking. Not the dog, right? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> Even if dogs could eat chocolate, I would not share my chocolate with a dog. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Man, I, I well, there's like, there's a lot of things that like dogs can't eat that are very like uh, toxic for them, mm-hmm. you know. And I like when I was younger, and we had a dog, or we had multiple dogs. I didn't know, so like, but I knew about the chocolate thing. No, oh, yeah. I always knew you're not supposed to give dogs chocolate. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are other things that like so, so, certain type of nuts, you're not supposed to give them, and like other things. It's just like it's it's. And I don't know if it's because, like, their bodies can't uh, absorb certain nutrients or, or the nutrients that they do have in the certain type of foods. That's what yeah. makes them toxic or whatever. But, like, it was just always a scary thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I would always look at my dog and be like, I can eat this and not you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to be quiet right now. I mean, it's not, I'm not a loud guy, so it's like. I don't yeah, want to I be mean, like, you're, you're talking on like a, a perfect okay. tone right now. Cool, cool, cool. Perfect cool. volume. Nice. Yeah. All right, cool. So how do you feel right now in this place? Like, is this a comfortable place for you? Does it feel comfortable here just sitting down? I feel like Chris Hansen is going to walk in right now. <laughs> Take a seat over there, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love the pizza in the car. <laughs> I was, okay, so I was. Uh, it's funny that you say that because I was watching some videos on um, <laughs> online about that. Yeah. And there was this one guy, he was just like crying. He was just like, yeah, my life sucks. I want to kill myself, <laughs> this, this, and that. It's like, so what are you doing here? I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. I, like, I didn't even think I was going to be here. And they were like, well, we see the messages. We see what you've been saying. Yeah. I didn't know what I was saying. Like, I didn't want to, like, and it's just like, I, you feel bad for the people sometimes, but like, you're making that choice yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of scares me too. Cause like, uh, these, these people, they don't know how bad they're traumatizing these young kids and yeah. they, the kids don't know anything they They think the, this is an adult, mm-hmm. so they should know. Right. Mm hmm. But the fact that they're doing that is kind of like messed. It's really messed up. But I also like back in the day, they used to do that. They used to like give their kids to other families and like combine families, you know, mm-hmm. so they can get like uh, like businesses or like uh, wealth, like money, like uh, certain properties and stuff like that. So they can like keep growing. And it's like we don't do that nowadays. Like, nobody has any property or any money, so you can't really give your kid it to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when I see that, when I see them crying and all that, I kind of just laugh because I've been like, bro, that's, this could have been so preventable. <laughs> like, you could have asked, oh, you want to FaceTime? Oh, what, what, how old are you? <laughs> are you a cop? Are you a cop? Yeah. I mean, that, that's always the thing. They say, like, 
you're not if you're a cop you're supposed to say you are no oh, yeah, yeah. They, they say the that whole and uh, was that entrapment thing entrapment <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just noticed because i have a co-worker and he just admits, he got entrapped no 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 he just, <laughs> <laughs> he just admits it straight up like yeah i'm a lustful guy like you better not leave your wife around me but he That's just be telling stuff. me he, he used to go to Bissonnette and shit like that. And he just be like, yeah, dude, you got to ask him to. Like, Man, I mean, I've met some crazy people like that, too. Like, I used to live, uh, so I lived off of uh, Wellcrest and Bexley. Okay. And it's like, down the street is Bissonnette. But mm-hmm. then on the other side of the freeway is where the bad side of Bissonnette was, where all the prostitutes were. Uh-huh. And the gang members and stuff like that, like Club Creek and Forum Park. And, and like, I saw it. But because I was in that environment and I heard from other people, I was like, oh, I should never go there, mm-hmm. you know? And I never did. And, like, it's funny. I was thinking about a joke a while ago. It was just like, I think I'm too old for prostitutes. Because, like, I'm just like, I, I don't know the process or, like, how much money and all that. And I just mm-hmm. feel like an idiot. So if I'm walking up over there, I'm just I'm, I'm going to be asking all these questions like, OK, yeah. how much is it? Like, what's the process? Where do we go? And they're going to look at me like an idiot. Like, are you a cop? Yeah. And I'll be like, that's entrapment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, he was telling me my coworker was just like, yeah, you got to ask if you got to make sure they're not a cop. So you got to like ask them to flash you or like they touch you. You touch them. Make sure it, they're not. They touch you. You touch them. Yeah. Like they touch your your your, your penis and you, you touch like their boob or something. Make sure they're not a cop. But I'm mean, not. Nah, I don't know, bro. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Fucking. That's, that's a scary thing too. Because yeah. like, I, also, you don't know what type of diseases they have either, mm-hmm. and you don't know if they're using protection. That's the one thing that scares me the most. Or not even that. Also, but like, what if like they're trying to set you up? Like, say, oh yeah, meet here, and then you show up, and it's oh, like, okay, the so guys waiting for you with a gun or something. I used to be a security officer, uh-huh. and. uh the I used to work at apartments off uh near 290 on Tidwell and Antoine. Okay. Now I didn't know this, but that area is one of the most dangerous areas in Houston. Like the Southwest is pretty bad, but this area was bad too. No. <laughs> oh my God. So there were so many gangs. There was a rapist one time. Like when I was working, like uh one night they were like, Hey, this guy's trying to rape women or whatever. And we we're like, What? And then we almost caught him. So me and my partner, like in the act, no, he was walking around in the area. We got a oh. description of mm-hmm. him. Right. And he was walking around one place. And then some lady was like, hey, I think that's the guy. Me and my partner see the dude. And we're like, hey, he starts running. We start running after him. <laughs> we go on to the side of the, the complex or whatever. And then we lose him. Like mm-hmm. he apparently he knew the area and he knew how to go through all these places. Right. Yeah. And we lost him. But yeah, that it was like that guy looked creepy as hell. Like the moment he saw us, he started running. Like he just dipped was he like out. an older guy, younger guy? I think he was like in his like late twenties, early thirties. Hmm. He was like this big fat black dude, right? Okay. And I think he was like maybe about five ten to six feet. He was bigger than me. He was bigger than me because I I saw that and I was just like, because I also had my gun, I had my baton, I had all my equipment and stuff like that. So I was. When I saw him, I was like, how am I going to take this guy down? You know, was that it? was my first immediate thought. With a rape whistle? I'll <laughs> 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 back off. But then, like, uh, when we're talking about the prostitutes, so there, there were prostitutes in the area, right? And oh, they, okay. they set somebody up. Mm. 
So I don't know exactly what happened beforehand, but me and my partner were just sitting in the car and then we go and patrol for a second. We'd go walk around and then we see this dude with like two girls in each arm just walking down the street. And I was just like, well, he's, he's about to have a good time, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden we see this dude like creeping up behind him and he has a gun, right? And he mm. goes behind him and he goes pow. And the girls saw that and they ran down the street with the dude with the gun. <laughs> what? Yo. I, so I, he they just robbed shot him. him. They robbed, no, no, no. Oh, okay. So he shot near his ear. Oh, okay. I saw I saw the dude running with the girls and then the guy that like got shot near his ear was on the ground just holding his ear. Mm. Right. And my partner goes up to him. He's like, hey, man, are you good? Do you need assistance? Do you need an ambulance? Police? This this, and that. And he's like holding his ear and he's just like, "Nah, I'm good. I got this. We're like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm good. And he just walks off holding his ear. (laughs) And I was just like, this is a dangerous ass area. And then there was another time where uh, it was New Year's and I didn't know this about the hood hood. But during uh, New Year's after like around 12, they start shooting their guns in the air. Oh, yeah. Right. So for the next like two hours, all I hear is pow, 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 pow. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I was like after an hour, I was just standing outside, like just bored, just listening to the gunshots. But then I didn't think about like the ricochet going down. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so then after that, I was just like, let me get inside the car. Fuck this. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be outside here. Because I've heard of, of stuff like that happening where, like, the bullets go in the air and then they kill somebody after it comes yeah. down to the earth, you know? What were those called? Like, stray bullets. Stray bullets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, man, this is, it takes me back, man. <laughs> I've been through some shit, dog. I've been through some shit. I mean, I, uh, when I first started working security, uh, I haven't talked about this, but, like, my mom was a security officer, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know before I got in it, but she was one of the baddest officers there like she would beat the fuck out of dudes and she was smaller than them she was like maybe five four uh 120 at the time but she she worked out she was kind of built but she would like ragdoll these dudes and beat the fuck out of them and shit right (laughs) and like they would always tell me like yeah your mom's like a badass your mom's a badass like nobody can fuck with her and stuff like that so then I had to live up to that expectation because she was my mom. Yeah. So I was working at this uh, flea market off an airline, Sabado Mingo, mm-hmm. and I was working the club. And I didn't know that the, that club was like very dangerous because there were a lot of gangs that went around there. You know, like MS-13, Cholos, Bloods, Crips, yeah. all that shit, right? Cartel too, cartel people. And I was working one day. It was my first day. I was standing on the wall. I was just like checking the perimeter, just making sure I got everything. I had my radio. I had my equipment and all that. And then I see two guys fighting and I'm like, this is my first time ever like dealing with anything like this. So mm-hmm. the first thing I did was like fight at the bar, fight at the bar. <laughs> and then I run to the guys. Right. And then I yeah. grab one of the dudes and I take him outside. And then all of a sudden, my coworkers are just rushing in. They grab the other guy. Like we take him out in the back. We're like pulling him down. And then I get my handcuffs and I handcuff him. And then we get him up, we sit him down, and we take him to the office. And then my coworker that was next to me helping me out, he was like, man, first day, first arrest, good for you. <laughs> and me, I'm all scared and fucking, like, yeah. all the anxiety and uh, adrenaline. Is in him, man. I'm just like, I'm just doing my job, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't give a shit about that. And then there was another time where uh, I was walking around the perimeter. I had, I had one of my partners with me. We were just walking around, and we had another group. Mm-hmm. It was two, two officers, two security officers, right? 
Uh, me and my partner were walking to the back. Then we hear, fight at the bar, fight at the bar. Then we go, we stop everything, and we found out that one of the guys that was fighting grabbed a beer bottle, broke it on the table, and he hit one of our officers in the head, right? Holy shit. And he was a young dude. He was like a little uh, around the same age as me because I was like 19 when I started. Oh, damn. And I think he was like 19, 20. And he's sitting down, and he's like holding his head. I see the blood coming out. And my dumbass is like, hey, man, you good? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking at me like, what the fuck are you? Because like, <laughs> I never saw anything like that, you yeah. know? And But I also heard stories. Like, I never did this, but, like, I heard stories of them taking them to the back. Mm-hmm. Like, and then just, like, beating the fuck out of them. Like, oh, okay. Hitting them, like, hard and shit. And, like, I've heard other stories about where officers got bored and they would start fights on purpose. Oh. Now, what the way they told me was like, uh, there's two guys at the bar, right? It's just me and you talking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then one of the officers like pushes you, and then you look at him. He's like that guy, and then you start. <laughs> 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 it was him. <laughs> it's like when it's slow at work, you have to sweep around, you have to sweep a guy out of there. It's that it. <laughs> it was that shit, but that always kind of like made me like anxious because I I wasn't that type of person. I was like a. Uh, a sheltered kid. So me yeah. coming into this environment and having to switch up like that was a weird uh, change for me, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, but it did, it did kind of teach me a lot of life lessons too about like, you can't really trust people all the time yeah, because you never know their intentions and you always have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. 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 That's why I don't know. I, I, I could have been a security guard, bro. But you just look at me. I'm small, but like, I think after a while, I'd be bored. It's just my phone. <laughs> I didn't even, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, let, let's start the start the podcast. All right. <laughs> I thought we already started. <laughs> we did. We did. This is just like the the yeah, warm up, the just, starting transition. Like yeah, I, yeah. I like to do the, this real quick because mm-hmm. like it just opens you up, up. It opens me up. It makes us more comfortable, and it just gets you to understand like how this podcast is. You know, because yeah. like there there are other podcasts where like they have like a certain script or certain topics that they talk about. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm a lazy person. So I don't really have topics sometimes like depending on the the guests that I have, maybe I'll have things that I want to talk about or like certain ideas or whatever. Mm, But most of the time I just like shoot the shit and just go off the dome. No, yeah. Yeah. I had a podcast with two other retards. So like I I get it. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. either. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let me introduce this real quick and then we'll talk about that. All All right. right. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. This is uh, Unprofoundly Chill. I am your host, Joe Navarro. Today, I have, or well, tonight, I have a, another guest, a uh, very funny guy, very cool guy, somebody I've known for a minute, and I'm excited to introduce him. Please welcome Ricky Rivera. Hey. Que pinche rollo. Houston. <laughs> I don't really say that anymore. I should. I should bring it you, back. You know, when I when I saw you the first time, you, you used to open up with "Gempiche Royo Houston." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like why? So what was that? Why did you start doing that? I stole that from my older brother. <laughs> oh really? He would yeah. just like "Gempiche Royo." Eh, yeah, he just okay. like 
randomly walk into my mom's house like, hey, que pinche rollo. Or like, he'll show up to my uncle's house with like a 12-pack or something. I, th- I just thought it was cool just showing up like that. Man, if you do a special in the future, you got to open up like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would but be badass. I, 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 was, I was doing it for a minute. But then, like, after a while, like, some people, they were, like, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is he? I get it. That's a joke. But then sometimes, too, like, I'll be like, oh, that means, you know, good evening. How's it hanging? And someone will be like, no, it doesn't. And I'd be like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I didn't know what to say. So I'm like, all right. I'm, just not, I'm not even going to say it. I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, if you're at the same place mm-hmm. multiple times and you keep saying it over and over again, it gets kind of repetitive. Yeah. But if you're at a new spot every time, then I get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I also read the room. Like, if I see there's a bunch of Hispanics, okay, I'll say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because they get the joke. But it was like a bunch of white people. Like, yeah. It's they don't get it. Work. They don't understand. <laughs> Rolos? Is he talking about the candy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Rollovers Walmart? What? <laughs> All right. So, you, you were talking about the podcast. Uh, who did you do it with? Oh, I had a podcast with Danny and grant danny guerrero and, and grant, grant wheeler. wheeler yeah yeah shout out yeah it's called yeah. rgd treehouse you can still go check it out it's like five episodes but like yeah bro like you were saying right now like you don't really have a format or you don't really know how to you don't really have a structure for your pod which i think is pretty cool because you're like yeah just get into it. it it look it, it's it's good and it's bad it, it's when i know the person and mm-hmm. we have good rapport and we can communicate well with each other it's great like the one with nate awesome yeah one with taylor awesome one jamal like the recent ones yeah but there there's some where i don't know the person that well and if i'm trying to figure you out also while trying to talk to you yeah then the conversation can get kind of weird you know but if i already know you or have a sense of you then it's easy yeah you know or easier Mm -hmm. but like uh how how do you feel doing the podcast with uh grant and danny like did you like it Oh, yeah, we just bully Grant the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah oh, you fucking gay. I, I you love Grant, suck. man. <laughs> nah, that's, that's my best friend. Bro. No, but here's the thing. Like, he, uh, he just looks bullyable, you know? <laughs> just because of the way he looks. Like, I can't yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> we, told him, we told him, bro, you build like a, from the back, you build like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my buddy though no but that that that's a good group though you got d3 i think that like so why'd you stop which is at the time it was just like we all got too busy and then uh uh yeah bro everyone just got busy like oh i got this show i can't do it or like we wouldn't like have or also like i would have to take off from work a lot to to show up to my house and show up on time and like it was a lot of scheduling, just schedule stuff. Schedule, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a responsibility <clears throat> too. Mm-hmm. Basically, like another job, basically. Yeah, I mean, this this podcast is. I don't get me wrong, I love doing it, mm-hmm. but it's the same scheduling, my job, going out, yeah, it takes trying time. to get spots, all you that have stuff. To make time for it, and yeah. then now that I'm in school, like it's just, mm-hmm. but I'm trying, I'm trying my, you know what and yeah. off and i i think it's like people have been telling me that this is a good podcast like mm-hmm. you've told me you've yeah. given me some compliments like and other people have told me uh about some recent ones and some recent episodes and like it's just one of those things where i just you just have to keep doing it mm-hmm. you know and you don't it doesn't matter 
how many viewers you get or listeners you get at first or whatever. Just do it because you love it. And eventually people will see that love and they'll yeah. reciprocate. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a hard thing to to get this out to those people, to the people that really want to watch this, because like, yeah. Doug, this is this is a hard thing to do. <laughs> it's probably just like three yeah. comments from Secret listening right now. I know it's all, it's only that <laughs> open micers. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how can I get better? Yeah. Oh, let me see. And then they'll, they'll listen to the drama and shit too. They're yeah. like, oh, I didn't know that person hated yeah. it for like all that stuff. And it's just like that's another thing too that I didn't want to make this a drama podcast yeah. or talk shit about people because like it's just one of those things that I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care about people and, and their drama and their problems and who hates this person and uh, who's having problems with that person or whatever. Because like it, I have had my problems with certain people, this and that, but that's everywhere. Yeah. In every situation, in every job, every in life. Every field, every fucking. Everything. Like yeah. I, I've had problems with people at like certain jobs, you know? Mm-hmm. Not now. Like my job, like in my current job, everything's good, but like I've had problems with people before, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's one of those things where it's really hard to to understand somebody and just be like, okay, I get why you have a problem with me or you're not really getting my vibe or whatever and we're not meshing, but we have a job to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing. We're getting paid to do this, so we have to work together. Mm-hmm. Now, if we weren't getting paid, you can fuck right off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But th- th- that's another thing too, because I I grew up in the hood, and and I've heard I've heard this comment so many times about me being real, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not that I'm trying to be real; it's just I'm trying to, I'm just trying to be myself, you know. And if I don't like a certain person and I don't fuck with that person, then I don't fuck with that person, and yeah. I, I'm not gonna force myself to like them, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you don't you don't put like a you don't like safe face. You don't put like a filter. You have no filter, like. I, here's I, the thing i used to be like that where I, i'll say whatever the fuck was on my mind and just like and offend them in some way and mm-hmm. not really care but then that hurt me in the end yeah, yeah, yeah you know now that i'm getting older i'm understanding like it, your problem with people doesn't matter mm-hmm. like whatever you feel about them is whatever you feel about them but it doesn't really affect everybody else it's just you personally yeah so you got to get over yourself mm-hmm. you know and now the people that i I might have a problem with or have offended me in this what way or whatever. I don't say anything to them. I'll, I'll, I'll try to be cordial. I'll try to be nice. I'll say hi, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to sit there and have a conversation with you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go somewhere else because I don't want to be in this situation. Yeah. I think that's, that's the best thing anybody can do. If you're not happy in some place or if you're not getting what you want, just go somewhere else. Go where you can get. All right, bro. I gotta go somewhere else. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what you mean, bro. Like, uh, but I was trying to say, like, you don't, you really don't want to deal with it. So, like, say, my face will give it away. Like, I like say, uh, if I don't want to be somewhere, or like, if I don't want to be around some people, and I can't leave right away, like, I can't fake being like, oh. Do you mean mug him? Yeah. No, I kind of just like, I don't know, bro. I kind of give up. Like, I I really don't. (laughs) I really don't. I I really don't feel the need to like fake talk to you. Oh, how's work? (laughs) Fucking how the Texans. Yeah, because if we were talking about comedy, like we're all co-workers basically. Well, not just in comedy, but it's like in general. Like say you have to go like 
with your lady's friends or like you have to go to like a function or a party. Oh, somebody you don't know that well? Yeah, or just like in general. Yeah. You know how like, oh, double date. Oh, you meet the friend's boyfriend. You're going to talk to this faggot ass. Oh, what do you do? Or, or they try to like size you up by what, what do you they ask, oh, what do you do for a living? And if you say, oh. And, and what you say to them is that indication of how they treat you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. hate that yeah, so much yeah. because I am not what I do. Yeah. I am what I am. You can ask me if you're genuinely curious, but you're just asking me to like size me up to see, oh, do I make much? Do I make more money than him? Do I? Well, they're asking you so that yeah. way they know how to treat you. I guess that no that 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 happened to me before. So mm. when I used to have like a regular job at like HEB or whatever, like mm. a, uh, worked at a grocery store, and I told people people would treat me a certain way. But now that I tell them about my current job, they're like, yeah. "Oh, you work at this place." Like <laughs> their mood changes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and I like it because I'm just like, yeah, motherfucker, like, yeah. <laughs> but it, it also sucks too because I can't be myself mm-hmm. and with this person now because I know how they're acting. Yeah. You know, if you're acting fake, then I'm just going to be like, okay, well, I'll just treat you however you're treating me. Like, I'll meet you at the same place, but we're not going to go any further. I'll give you the customer service me. I'm not going to give you the real me. Exactly. I'm not going to waste my time because I feel like you're not going to appreciate it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, but that's the thing, too. Like, I'm not the type of guy to ask, like, somebody what they do. I would rather talk to them first, get a sense of who they are, Mm -hmm. and then ask what they do because that's a more interesting thing, you know? How you you conduct yourself, your character, mm-hmm. I think that that shows more than what what you do, you know. It's like that uh that Mitch Hedberg joke when he's just like, oh, I went to a radio station. And the guy was like, so who are you? He's like, well, either this guy's really deep, or I came to the wrong radio station. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember one time, I, my my uh, when I met my girlfriend's friends for the first time, they were like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck. Like, Dude. you mean like, what do I do for work or what do I do for fun? But, uh, but yeah. What do you do? I'm breathing right now. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah. But why is that always the first question people ask? It's just uh, a get to know you type thing. Also, I feel like with with going back to like, if you tell them you do a certain thing, that's how they know how to treat you. Mm, you know. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't really like that though. I don't like that small talk. I hate, I hate small talk so much. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like real talk, but like most people don't want to have that type of conversation sometimes, mm-hmm. specifically with the situations that you're in. Like if you're at a party or whatever, you you're not really trying to like, or at a function, at a work function or whatever, you're not really trying to get them, get to know them like that. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. you're just trying to like get by, mm-hmm. but you I, I just do rounds sort of, you don't really like talk to somebody the whole night. Yeah. You can, but. And it, it is also like I've had those situations where either I'm at a, a work function or like a party, like a friend party or whatever, and I'm sticking around with the same friends mm-hmm. and you're just in the corner, just talking bullshit, having fun. And everybody's just looking at you like, look at those weirdos. Like, yeah, but it, it's whatever. I don't care. Like, I'm having fun. I'm having mm-hmm. fun my way. But it is it, it is a bad thing. I've seen sometimes where you have to talk to people because if you don't, then they'll call you weird or. Sub, uh, like dismissive you know mm-hmm. and they won't really like like they won't really accept you for who you are or even just like oh that guy's that guy is a jerk or they may take it personal they may t- <clears throat> uh i get it how it seems you coming off like rude or kind of like oh standoffish i don't want to talk to nobody but internally you kind of like oh i don't feel comfortable but they may see it as oh this guy doesn't want to talk to me so he's a fucking douche or something. yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah. Yeah. when i was younger 
people you would say that about me because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't that I didn't want to talk to them is I didn't know how to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just had so much that. anxiety mm-hmm. and like, I just, every time I walked into the room, I was just always in my head. I was just like, okay, yeah. I gotta, I gotta be good. I gotta <laughs> yeah. act like, a, I gotta act like a human, you know? Yeah. And it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, if you don't know what to say to somebody and you don't say anything, mm-hmm. then they're going to think you're weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but now that I'm getting older, I feel like that's a good thing because I, I'm different than everybody. You know, yeah. I don't, if you, if you're, if you act the same way as everybody else and what makes you, you <laughs> yeah. know, you, you stand know, out. It, what makes you stand out for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's why, uh, I used to like get upset with people like, Oh, why is he wearing that? Look at this fool wearing that. Like, bro, why do I care? Like the same people who be like, uh, I used to have this, no, I never tried it on stage, but like. When people are like, oh, they're sleeping on me. They're fucking sleeping on me. But then there's the same person to be like, I don't care what people think about me. Well, if you don't care what they think about you, then why do you care what they're sleeping on you? Yeah, you're sleeping on them. Yeah, yeah. So they're sleeping on you. You shouldn't care. You know, like, it's kind of like a hypocrite thing. It's kind of like ironic. It is hypocritical. You're right. You're right. Like, that's just, I'm not going to lie. Like, that. I've had those thoughts before. Where like I'm not getting a certain thing or certain some type of recognition that yeah, I, yeah. and then it's just like oh man they're fucking haters this <coughs> isn't that mm-hmm. but really what the fuck am I doing to get them to to like me talk to me or see what I'm doing you know I feel like th- it's like with comedy or stand up the thing that gets you the most recognition is how well you do on stage yeah you know and like of course there's networking and being in the room and being cool and knowing how to talk to people like that's another way to get booked but mm-hmm. i feel like the best way to do it is to kill it on stage yeah and to be undeniable to be undeniable yeah and that's the only thing like i've been trying to work on like the whole time right and it, that's a hard thing to do too because like life gets in the way yeah. work family this this, and that and to stay committed to this is one of the uh, hardest things to do in life but if you work hard enough and you stay committed in the end, your fruits of the labor will come out, you know? Yeah. And it, it's just like, how long have you been doing it? <clears throat> Almost. It's about to be three years. Yeah. Damn. How man. long have you been doing it? <laughs> it's about to be six next month. Okay. Yeah. Man, it goes by quick, huh? Yes and no. It's like dog years, but you know what I mean? Like it's kind of just like creeps up on you. And uh, it's, it's it's one of those things because I was talking to a comic last night and he was asking me the same thing like how long you've been doing it, like how is your career this and all that, and I I told him the truth I was just like it, when I first started out I wasn't getting booked as much mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that well like I sucked and like I started getting better after year two, that's when I started figuring things out a little bit right mm-hmm. things started happening mm-hmm. a little bit more but then after like year three, everything started to like stagnate and go down a little bit then year Mm -hmm. four i started getting bitter and in this past year i started like changing things around i'm just like okay it's not it doesn't have anything to do with what i'm doing personally it's it's what i'm doing to to like in terms of content in terms of jokes in terms of performance Mm -hmm. in terms of like talking to people networking like (coughs) building relationships you know because that was the one big thing that i wasn't really good at when i first started is like learning the business Mm -hmm. learning how to talk to people how to build those relationships how to network and how to get yourself elevated to the next level to get to these clubs or get to this next show and stuff like that and even now i still have a problem with it yeah i'm not good at i'm not i'm not good at i'm not so that I'm a 
uh, it's not that I don't like people. It's just like, bro, I don't, like you said, I don't know. I don't know. I talk to people. Like, I, I don't know. I've been so conditioned to be like, just to like do what I have to do and stay out the way. You know what I mean? That's like, yeah. That was my mm, same mentality yeah, too. Yeah. Like, I don't like to bother people. Like, I don't like to ask for spots. I don't like to like, unless I already feel like, okay, I put the work in. I feel like I deserve this in a way. Like, I feel like I should, I do, sh- I should ask. But if it's just like out of the blue, like I haven't hit a mic or nothing, like, nah, I'm not going to ask. You know, even, you don't deserve to ask. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, I used <clears throat> to feel the same way. And I now realize, like, closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah, that too. But. It doesn't. It, honestly, it doesn't matter at what level you are. Mm-hmm. You, it's it's one of those things where, if you ask and you get that chance, you gotta kill it. Yeah. And if you don't kill it, of course you're not gonna get booked at that yeah. same spot or other places and stuff like that mm-hmm. because people's perception of you is how you get booked sometimes. Like, I, and it sucks how some people talk. You know. Yeah. How uh, some people's perception of you gets to somebody else, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, they're not that good." Yeah. Because they seen you like we t- I talked about those with Nate. They see you bomb one place, and then that's, that's how, it. Yeah. That's who you are in their eyes, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to change that first impression, you know. <clears throat> but like, uh, with me now thinking about that and going through all that, like it's just like whenever whenever I get my chance and I do bomb, it does stay stuck in my mind. Yeah, and I I keep thinking to myself, I'm just like, damn, I didn't do well. I'm not gonna get booked. I suck. <laughs> this, this, and that. Yeah. All the insecurities come out, yeah. you know. And it's just like, it's just one of those things where I'll go through that, and afterwards, it's just like, now nah, let me get back to work. Mm-hmm. Let me go. Let me go write. Let me go get on some more mics. Let me go do this. Let me go do that. And what am I doing to work? Mm-hmm. You know, because the one thing that I learned is like, stand up is just uh, like life. There's yeah. gonna be a lot of bombs. And it's not about the bombs you take, but it's about how you grow from them, yeah. what you learn from them. Mm-hmm. It's always about learning. It's always about growing. Because even with the show tonight, like uh, shout out Tuesday Gigante, uh, I was on stage and I thought I did okay, but I also know some of the jokes that I told bombed. Mm-hmm. And I, I w- in the moment, I could tell like, oh man, that didn't do good. And then I had to like say something or like switch it up some way to like keep them and their attention on yeah. me, you know? Cause like, it, it's very hard. Once you, once you bomb like one or two jokes, people are just like, Oh no, I'm not going to listen anymore. Yeah. They switch on you and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to get them back, you know? But like uh, from, from year one, from when you started to now, how much have you grown? Like, do you see a, a huge difference in yourself, uh, in your ability on stage or is it just like, you're still growing, still trying to understand everything. I'm still trying to understand maybe like, I feel like mm, trying to understand how to dig myself out of a hole. Like yesterday, <laughs> yesterday when you let me. Uh, See, yesterday, yesterday was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I knew here's what the thing, you're coming up cold. Yeah. Going up cold is one of the hardest things you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I told you too, just like, hey. Just have fun. Be confident. Just do yeah. your thing. <laughs> yeah. But you, you got some pops in there. Mm-hmm. I was listening. I was, I was in there listening, and I was like, okay. And it's just like it's not about because I know you want to kill the whole time. From the moment you went, you go up, you just want to be like, ah, yeah, big yeah, yeah. laughs, right? But that's not always going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's about you winning them over, and in your last joke, being that big pop, and you going like, okay, I did my job. Yeah. Like I got them on my side, and I got them to laugh, mm-hmm. and I got the show ready <clears throat> for the host. 
mm-hmm. you know, because the warm-up spot is very difficult for a lot of people. Like, I, I, I when I started at Axelred, I was doing the warm-up for Jeff. Mm-hmm. Like, real talk. And it wasn't, like, a, uh, until, like, a year later, he finally, like, started letting me host. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it just didn't come easy for me. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, shout-out to Jeff Joe. Like, yeah. he actually... He puts in the work. Mm-hmm. He has a good work ethic. Very smart guy. And he knows what he wants. And he would mm-hmm. tell me, like, hey, you need to do better. You need to do this better. Da-da-da, this, da-da-da, that. And I, I'd, I'd listen. Mm-hmm. At first, I was kind of pissed because I was in my own head. It's like, oh, I bombed. I'm not good, da-da-da. Yeah. But he's like, hey, man, don't even think about that. Just just keep working. Keep mm-hmm. doing better. And then I, I saw myself grow the following week. Okay, this joke is getting better. Okay, my stage presence is getting better. Da-da-da, mm-hmm. da-da-da, da-da-da. You know, but that's just that's just all the hard work that I put into yeah. this thing that I love. Nah, but I think it's also a good thing. Like you should put yourself in like in uncomfortable positions to like grow from them, I guess. But I think yeah. my issue, bro, is like I don't have an issue creativity wise. I just have an issue like with organization. Like, say if I have like new jokes, I'm like oh, I want to try all of them in one night, but like. You could, but like yesterday, like I was going up there and I tried some new stuff about like racism, <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, any parents in here? <laughs> so it's kind of like, that's kind of like yeah, a weird transition. transition. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, racist parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, I need to work on like, okay, how do I structure my set to like make it flow or whatever? That's my my issue. Like, yeah, but if, you, if you're like, doing that in an open mic, then it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. that's what open mics are there for, mm-hmm. for you to work on these jokes and try to figure that out, that transition, yeah. or how you can get them to to be on your side the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, when it's at a show, of course, you want to be able to, like, have your joke structured to, like, flow better. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but, like, from, from you seeing, like, I, I want to know your, your perception of, like, the scene from when you started to now. Because I know... I'm pretty sure you've seen a change. Well, yeah, like a bunch of people moved and like stuff happened, but like I mean, open mics, different shows popping up and and all that stuff, and it's just like, like what was your favorite spot when you started? Well, my first spot I ever did was at Ruts. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit, I fucking I was last on the list and I bombed my dick off. <laughs> fucking, I forgot all my jokes and it was just kind of, it was bad. I mean, I mean it's your first time, whatever. But uh, I remember the first time, like, I told a, a friend of mine, hey, bro, let's go, let's go check it out, you know, let's go to Rudd, check it out. And I, we went, and the first person I saw on stage was uh, Jamie Rowan. I saw her on stage. Shout out, yeah. Jamie Rowan. And then I saw Corliss go after her. Shout out. So, like, my first my first glimpse of the scene was her, Corliss. I saw Kenji. I saw who was, uh, I saw Victor Tran. All uh, great comics. Yeah, like, just, like, yeah. the OGs and shit. I'm Love like, okay. Them, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay. And then I, uh, before I left, I asked Dusty, oh, how do I sign up? She gave me the email. And I kind of, like, took, like, maybe, like, a week or two to, like, get some balls to sign up. And I signed up, and I went. And I was, like, last on the list. I showed up, like, around 8.30. Brian got up to, like, 10.30. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, you know? that was the same for me. So the got whole time. early. You yeah. You saw the whole show. And yeah. you're just, the whole time, you're not even thinking about or listening to them on stage. You're just like, okay, I got to do this joke. Yeah. I got to do this. I got to tell that. I got to I gotta be on stage. And yeah. just like, oh. Looking at my pussy ass notes. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah, get yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to say hello first. <laughs> Fucking, I walk up, bro. I forget. Pff, hell no, nah, bro. I forgot all my shit. The lights were so bright. I don't know. And oh, and also, <clears throat> I had signed up for my work email. So like, 
they said my full name, Ricardo Rivera. I'm like, I don't like that name. So that kind of threw me off. I'm like, bro, I wanted to go up as Ricky, not Ricardo. So they brought me up as Ricardo. So I kind of like just threw me off at first. Like, nah, I don't, I don't like that. See, that's crazy because like my little brother, his name is Ricky. Okay. But it's spelled R-I-C-K-Y, not mm-hmm. Ricardo. But my mom used to call him Ricardo whenever he would like do bad stuff oh, or get yeah. in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricardo. Yeah, yeah my yeah. mom too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck, I hate that shit. <laughs> 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 well my mom would call me by my name too it's like same yeah. shit so it's just like uh, but like you don't do you not like ricardo well i'm a junior but like, oh. i don't know like bro my dad did on us when i was young so like it's not that i don't hate the guy it's just like i don't really identify with that name like i really no, don't but you associate the name with your dad though yeah yeah because i'm a yeah. junior I, I was named after him i'm a junior too okay. i was named after my dad yeah but like you calling me ricky since i was a kid so i'm like might as well bro well, yeah here's the thing my I'm not, I'm technically a junior. That's what my dad calls me. He's like, you're my junior. You know, mm-hmm. I'll give you my name. But my middle name is the same as his first name. Oh, okay. My first name is his street name or like the name that everybody calls him mm-hmm. like out in the world. And I was just like, I'm not really a junior, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> no, yeah. but uh, so your dad, like he just dipped out on you? Yeah. Like when I was seven, like, uh, yeah, bro. Like he just, he was, uh, he liked women. My dad I, too. I think I got the same disease. Same. The family. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. Hey, we're dude. juniors, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Runs in my jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, this. So I mean, yeah, he did his thing, and they he split. I mean, I just remember one day he just was packing his shit, and uh, it's crazy how you remember glimpses of stuff when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't trying to get like a soft story or nothing, but like, yeah, I just mentally remember him just like packing his shit and just like. He wasn't mad at us, but he was just not talking to my mom. I don't know. It was just weird, bro. But he just left. And then uh, we stayed at that house for, like, maybe, like, another two weeks. And then we got evicted. Uh, I saw all our stuff get uh, carried out. I was going to try this joke, like, oh, one time I woke up. I thought we were getting robbed, but we were just getting repossessed. <laughs> Fucking everything. Just, yeah, this is crazy, bro. But luckily, my grandma lived next door. So, like, we just, like, literally Man, It's funny that you say that. So, uh my mom and my dad separated when I was younger and then mm-hmm. my mom took me, my younger brother, my younger sister, and she got a townhouse, right? And to make money on the side, she had this guy that she knew, like a friend, mm-hmm. stay with us for a minute, but I didn't know he was a crackhead. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, I found a crack pipe one day in it, like his little area where he was staying because he was staying upstairs mm-hmm. and I found this crack pipe and I was just like, this is a weird weed pipe. Like... <laughs> And how old were you? I was like maybe like 14, okay. 13, 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember one night, like we went to sleep and then we woke up at like in the middle of the night. My mom came into my room, wake up, wake up. Our stuff is gone. And I was like, what? TV was gone. Computer was gone. PlayStation, every, all the electronics <laughs> and shit. Right. And he was gone too. And then my mom was like, oh, he robbed us. <laughs> and, and after that, I had trouble sleeping at night. I would always wake up. Like mm. at, at night and like at like maybe like two three a.m. I was like, the crack of dawn. TV's here. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like it, another weird thing. Like uh, after he left, after he dipped out and took our stuff, right? I went upstairs. I found like this porn magazine. Oh, okay. That that he he had up there, right? And mm. I opened it up and it was like sticking together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I think we've all had that. <laughs> Crackheads? No, Ooh. just like finding Jacking like. Jacking off in your house. Just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
cracks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, bro, my uh, my older brother, he's, he was, he used to be a big coke kid. And I, one time, yeah, he did fucking pawn my PS2. He fucking, I remember one time, bro, I, I went with my uncle. And he didn't touch me or anything like that. But like I went to his backyard. He, I cleaned up uh, his whole backyard. That motherfucker gave me 40 bucks, right? I'm, right? I'm fucking rich. So he paid me 40 bucks like in 20s or two twenties, And I had left them on, my, my, on top of my dresser. Next morning, that shit was gone. My fucking brother fucking took them. And uh, at the time, I didn't know, like, oh, why, why are you taking my money? But, like, bro, like, a little fucking pack of Coke is, like, what, 20 bucks? Yeah. But, yeah, so he paid me back only 20. He never paid me back to 40. <laughs> it, was, it was, like, yo, he taking my shit, like. You half? Yeah. So, half like, now I had to be, like, very aware of, like, okay, I got to hide my money. Had to, like, uh, make sure my shit's secure. Or I could just hear him at night, like, just, like. Around yeah, looking for oh, stuff and like man. he's just fucking palming my like my mom's jewelry and shit like that. And, like so that's why I never fuck with Coke bro, because I know what it does to you. Like I know how low it's gonna take you. Yeah, like I yeah. honestly I was I was addicted to it for a minute and mm-hmm. it just took I I was homeless. Mm-hmm. I was homeless yeah. and I and then I stayed in a warehouse where I got bed bugs and yeah. Just went through one of the worst times in my life. Like, thank you God. have fun though <laughs> on Coke. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it was fun. Other times it was just us rambling about bullshit. Just yeah. me and another other people, just like, yeah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this, and things are gonna get better, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, things are gonna get so much better. Yeah, we're gonna. You know what? Let's start. Let's start. Let's make a startup right now. Let's start, start a business. Let's start a business. Just, okay, what kind of business? I don't know, but we're gonna figure it out. It's like, like you know, in tattoo, like let's open a restaurant and let's let's allow Jews. Like, why wouldn't why wouldn't we allow Jews? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Well, Hamas, like, <laughs> what's gonna be the special? <laughs> No, um, but like, yeah, that's. I remember one time, bro. Like, uh, I think I think his phone was blowing up, and I could just hear him and I just being like, because his tongue was numb, so I could just hear him doing that. What did he have like dry mouth or? I don't know. I think maybe he just like cotton mouth or rub it in his mouth or something. I really oh, don't. Oh, I never did that. I um, never did that. But yeah, he would be up in the restroom like around one, two in the morning. I remember one time I, I had to go shit outside because bro, he would not get out the restroom. That shit was bad. And I remember one time, too, uh, I think I was going to take like, my grandma to work or something like that. And we walked out, and there were these two guys parked in front of my house. But they were like thugs, like something out of a movie. But I feel like they were there to collect money from him. But he never, like, picked up the phone. He, he just was, gave him, like, half of it. Yeah, he never, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gave him a 20. Uh, but I guess I think they saw me, my grandma, and my mom. So they kind of just like, okay, like, he doesn't live alone. Like, this is not. So they kind of just went into the car and they left. But damn, yeah. And then one time too, bro. I could just go on about this, but um, I used to wear like very baggy clothes back in the day. You know how that was a thing? Yeah. I used to wear those Dream USA shorts. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I used to wear like hill figure <laughs> or like Dickies. I mean, I still wore Dickies, but I, I wore Dickies too. Yeah. Yeah. And one time I spent the night at my cousin's house, and uh, his my tia was doing laundry. And she found a pack of Coke in, in the shorts, but they weren't, it wasn't mine. It was his. And they put me to the side. And they were like, oh, what is this? And they started questioning me. That's sugar. Yeah. That's sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's salt. <laughs> yeah. It's part of me. Uh, and I started crying like a little bitch. Oh, yeah. it's not mine. I don't do drugs. But, uh, but yeah, kind of like 
it's like little things that I didn't put together to like, okay, this guy has a problem. But I think he's all right now. I don't think he does that anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a hard thing too for me growing up because like uh, my mom did that and then mm-hmm. like other stuff. So I kind of, I saw mm-hmm. the the change in a person, mm-hmm. what drugs does to somebody and how it changes their mindset. And they're not thinking of of doing the right thing or like living their life in, in a certain way. They're just like, oh, I need my fix. I need, I need my drugs now. I need, I need my fix. I yeah. need to get normal. I need to get normal right now. I don't yeah. feel good. I want to get this. I need this now. Mm-hmm. And like, I felt that too. Like, tr- trust me. Like I, I have my own issues with like drugs and alcohol, but like I am trying to find better ways to deal with my anxiety, deal with like my problems, my trauma and all that. Yeah. And not use that as a crutch mm-hmm. you know because <clears throat> like for years like it was I, I wasn't in a good place and i just uh it took me a while to like realize like who i was and what i was doing and the stuff that i was doing wasn't taking me in the right path mm-hmm. and then to uh, finally realize like hey i need to get off of this stuff and like change my ways was like eye-opening but it took a lot for me to get there yeah you know mm-hmm. and like trust me i've made my, my mistakes and i've hurt people and i've hurt myself and all that stuff but like i i can't apologize to everybody the only thing i can do is just be a better person and understand like hey that wasn't really me that was just my addiction mm-hmm. you know but yeah let's talk about something like <laughs> You were like right now. Uh, I have to apologize to people. Like you should apologize to the crowd too, Zayante. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Look, I'm sorry for giving y'all twenty dollars when I owed you forty. Okay, like <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way, bro. Because there's there's times where like I'm not proud to say this, but like I be getting high all day, dude. Oh, like, shit, I smoke weed. Like I, I I'll constantly hit, talk about smoking weed on this. Yeah, podcast. like I'll hit the bomb before I leave to work. Like, yeah, my son's already at daycare. My girls at work. I'm a, I'm a myself. Like I w- I'll hit the bar. I might as well, right? I wake up like around nine. I'm not too early. See, here's the thing. I can't smoke before work anymore. Oh. Because I get too uh, in my head mm-hmm. and also scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not focused on what I'm doing. Like I mm-hmm. t- don't get me wrong. I've gone to work high. Like yeah, and and stuff like that. But I don't do it anymore, because sometimes when I'm at work, I'll be like I'll do something. And then I'll turn back and then I look back and I'm just like, did I do that? Like, <laughs> I, I keep forgetting, mm-hmm. like, what I actually did. And it's just, it's hard for me to, like, just stay focused on one task, you know? But, yeah, I get what you mean. But my thing is, like, my my job is so repetitive and so, uh, like, I already have it down. So, like, yeah, bro, I'll be high when I get to work. And then at my first break, I'll hit my pen sometimes. Not all the time. But then I'll go to lunch. I'll smoke a joint, half a joint. Yeah. I come back to work. I'm already high. And yeah, then I've it's like, that. like, bro, why do I have to like numb myself? It's a bit. I don't say I hate my job, but it's like I don't want to be here. So like, might as well be here, feeling good, feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you need to get something out of it. Yeah, I need to yeah. like other than the money, which you need. Yeah, yeah, you need, I need to f- like get by yeah yeah you know yeah, so i like and no, but I, i've had jobs like that too mm-hmm. that are repetitive and mm-hmm. like i'll go to work high and things are fine things are mm-hmm. easy but it's just like it's just one of those things now where i'm just like i like to be more focused and more in the in the moment yeah. you know because most of my life I've, I've always been somewhere else in my mm-hmm. mind like we, we talked about this uh earlier 
outside where we're having a conversation and well, I'm having a conversation with somebody yeah. and my brain is just somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And like my body is like going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. But my mind is just like, oh, what about this TV show or mm-hmm. that yeah. joke or this or that, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really in the moment. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it's a hard thing when you're having a conversation with somebody because you're not actively listening and you're not really connecting with that person. You're just there. Yeah. You're kind of just uh, bouncing words or kind of just like thinking about what you're going to say instead of like, listening to the words words yeah listening actually giving like a real response yeah i mean but there's also that the people that we we do stand up with sometimes they're not actively listening they're just yeah or you can sort of tell too yeah (laughs) like if i know like if somebody asks they're waiting to say their thing you know they're just like like, "Mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm, Mm -hmm." yeah well anyways like it's just it's weird yeah yeah but yeah i do yeah bro i can I can tell when people are like that. I mean, I do that sometimes too, but like if I barely know you, or like if I feel like you're a little drunk or you're not a little out there, I'm like, okay, this guy is not fully there. So I'm like, why am I gonna invest energy into like have a real conversation with you if you're not fully present or you're not gonna reciprocate? Yeah. 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 I mean, but, um, uh, let's see. How much, <laughs> how much time? Oh, shit. How much time we have? Uh, it's about an hour. I think we have like little less than 30 minutes you want okay you want to keep talking yeah, yeah I, do. I like this this is a good conversation yeah like we're uh we're all over the place but <sighs> no we're but talking. that's good though it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's we're all over the place but like the topics are cool and like i just uh mm-hmm. the conversation is great for me like it's, this is just one of those another one of those where i'm just like i once i'm talking to you i know where it's gonna go mm-hmm. and like i know that i can just be myself and be comfortable because like sometimes when i'm with guests and i don't i don't really know them mm-hmm I have trouble connecting, you know, okay. like if I, if I don't have a sense where I can relate to them in some way, then I'm, I have to figure it out, mm-hmm. you know, with asking like specific questions or this or that. And it kind of gets into small talk, which I hate. Yeah. You know, it's like, like small hey, banter, small banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that small banter. And mm-hmm. I hate, I hate that. I hate that. I would rather connect with somebody and like really connect with them and talk about something that we can actually relate on or, something that actually affects us instead of just being like, oh, yeah, I like this, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, so going back to, like, uh, stand-up, like, what got you into it? Uh, I will... I never really, like... I used to rap in high school. <laughs> oh, real to, talk? Yeah, I used to rap in high school. So, like, I've been on stage before... So I remember I I I, I uh, performed for like like two talent shows and shit like that. Oh, so you had like a a sense of stage presence already. Yeah, you, okay. sort of. Um, and then I, st- but it was like during my sp- you were MySpace. It was like during the MySpace days. So I felt like I was I was only like fuck that takes me back. Yeah, I was only doing that because of MySpace. Okay, how was your MySpace page? Well, like, what'd you have on it? Like, well, you know how? Well, okay, so if you were like a rapper or a musician, you could put your own music up there. So I yeah. would like, I would have my 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 music, but I was like an emo rapper. And I was talking about breakups, breakups and shit like that. I love songs, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I would just do that, but I would only do it because people were like, hey, when's the next? When are you gonna drop the next song? When are you dropping? I'm like, ah, fuck, I, I gotta do this because they're asking. But I wouldn't do it because oh, I like it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, 
Yeah. I wasn't really doing it for myself. I was just doing it for like, oh, people were asking, oh, hey, when are you going to drop the next song? It's kind of like when you're on stage and you're trying to figure out like how to get them on your side. Like, well, what do you like? What do you, yeah. you guys want to do? Da, da, or just instead doing, of like doing something that you really yeah. want to talk about. Or you just, you're being someone you're not really are. You're not, you're really not being like, authentic. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Um, and then I graduated high school. You're just trying school. to appease them. Yeah, yeah, And you're not yeah. really being so true to yourself as the artist yeah. or the creative or just to get that, just to get that validation, but you're not really like enjoying Happy. it. You're, you're getting the validation, but it's not the validation you want. Yeah, yeah. You're not enjoying that. the process or whatever. Yeah. And then after high school, I mean, I stopped doing that. I just started working, and I got really into working out. Um, and I wanted, I wanted to compete in bodybuilding, but that never worked out because, bro, the last couple of weeks when you're like dieting and all that stuff. It's, like, very mental, and I would always break. I would just, like, cheat on my diet or, like, fucking feel dizzy or fucking... I wouldn't be able to pee. I wouldn't be able to get hard. I'm like, bro, this is so Yeah, like, I wanted wanted to bodybuild when I was younger, too, Uh because, like, somebody told me, like, I have a good body for it. Yeah. But... Or a good frame. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I can't do the diet. Mm -hmm. I I could never do it. I did it. I did it for, like, 12 weeks. I think I had, like, maybe, like, two or three weeks left. And, like, nah, I couldn't push my body past that. How much did you weigh during that time? <laughs> but I, um, I started working out with, like, 19. And I remember, like, from, like, 19 to, like, 24 or 23, I bulked up for, like, those three years. I, I got up to, like, 145. But, see, I'm 5'3", bro. So, like, 145 on me looks, like, bigger than that. Were, were you more lean, more cut, more, like, muscly? So, more bulky. More bulky. Sorry, in a way. But then, like, once I hired a coach and I was going to do a competition, I probably got down to, like, back to, like, 120s. And that took, like, months. But I'm telling you, bro, like, towards the end, that shit was hard. Like, How'd you feel during that time? You get, I was, like, very irritated and very, like, antisocial. Like, it's cool to have, like, it's cool to go to the gym and all that, but, like, what's the point if you're not... that? That's just your life, bro. I was just a loser who went to the gym. I didn't have any friends. Fucking, uh... Like, I, I remember I told the story uh, that, uh... I would go to the 24 out here in Midtown. And uh, people would use, like, parking garage to go to the bars on the street. Uh-huh. But I would, <laughs> I would park... And I'd be walking to the to the into the gym. People, people would be, like, walking out the, the garage to go to the bar. So it's kind of, like... Yeah, they might. They may be. They may be going to bars, but like they have friends. Mm-hmm. I was for myself, you know, bitter. Like I, I would show them, but like why? Like I, I'm not really making a difference in life. I'm just like working out. Like what the fuck am I doing? Well, what got you started in working out? Was it just your? Like, it was a breakup. Ah, Damn. you know Damn. what's crazy? Like breakups make bodybuilders. Make bodybuilders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they also make comedians too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> they make like, like they make you do. Yeah. yeah, they make you do something to to get outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And like it, it's just so. <clears throat> after, what happened? Was it a really bad breakup or? I think that was like the first real breakup I ever had. It was like a little fling, but I oh not like a little fling, but like you're young. I was like nineteen. I started seeing this girl, and I was like seventeen or something like that. So, so at the time you're like, oh, two years, I'm gonna marry this girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then she, she, yeah, we broke up, and I kind of was kind of like, man, I just went all into working out, and I did that for like maybe till like I was like, I mean, I still work out to this day, but I, I kind of just, I said, nah, I don't really want to do this. It's hard. And then I met my lady, and then I started working at FedEx, like around 2017. 
And uh, that's when I got into like podcasts because all day you're driving and I was just in, I'll, I'll be listening to music, but then it gets repetitive. So I started listening to podcasts. I, f- I fucking found Joe Rogan. I found Theo Vaughn. I found fucking Tom Segura. And yeah. then we just talk about comedy. Man, I, I want to try this shit. But I was always a funny guy in my, in my little, my neighbors. I would just make people laugh, bro. Okay, so those were your first podcasts, Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn, Tom Segura. Yeah, well, Theo Vaughn was like my first. Okay, like. so my first podcast, like comedy podcast, was either Tiger Belly mm-hmm. with uh, Bobby Lee or The Church of What's Happening with Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. Yeah. Those were the only two podcasts. Because I knew when I was watching uh, Comedy Central when I was younger, mm-hmm. Like, I, I knew Joey Diaz. Like, I loved Joey Diaz. Like, one of my favorite comics of all time. And then Bobby, I knew him from Mad TV. Yeah. So, like, just... oh hot dog. Apparently, he didn't... Like, uh, somebody gave him that joke. Like, one of the writers. And they uh-huh. told him exactly, like, how to say it. Uh-huh. He was just like, oh, hot dog. No, no, no. You have to say, oh, oh hot dog. Like, but, like... It, it, so watching those podcasts got me into, and then Tom Segura was another one, like uh, your mom's house. I found that out later mm-hmm. on too, because and I, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like now, I like podcasts still, mm-hmm. but because I do it, it's it's like comedy. You're watching it, but you're not really like listening. You're you're listening to the jokes. You're mm-hmm. listening to like, you're watching the uh, the background. You're watching like the quality and stuff like that. I'm just over analyzing everything, yeah. and I'm trying to get back to the point, even with specials and stuff like that, where I have to stop over analyzing and I just enjoy it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm getting back there for sure. But th- then I also don't want to watch specials that often or like uh, any type of like stand up because it will get in my head and I'll I'll sometimes repeat it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to repeat it on stage, you know. Or you'll sound like them, or you'll like. Oh yeah, you'll yeah, end up yeah. sounding like the person. Yeah, yeah. I know you what know? you mean. I just, I, I just want to be myself more. But then that's also another thing too. Is just like, I don't. I'm still trying to figure out myself on mm-hmm. stage. You know, I'm still trying to figure out. Even in life, I'm still trying to figure myself every day. Like I feel yeah. like I have a better sense of myself now, because of everything that I went through. Everybody that the people that I've talked to in my life have helped me out a lot. And just like understanding the way I think mm-hmm. and what I think is funny and just having more confidence to be myself. Yeah. You know, like when you were working out after that breakup, after those first couple of years, when you started getting bulky, did you have more confidence in yourself? Yeah. Like the same thing. People would be like, hey, I like that song you made. Make another one. So people would be like, hey, bro, you're getting bigger. So I'd be like, oh, I got to keep working yeah, out. Literally. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I'd be like, oh, there's a house party coming up this weekend. I got to I gotta wear a tie-dye shirt. I got to like pump up before this. So, got like, show I, off. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, man, I'll make sure before I leave the house, I'll fucking do a couple like couple push-ups, do a couple curls and fucking leave. <laughs> so that'd be my thing. So like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're swole, bro, but you have no personality. You have no character. That was my thing, like. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, yeah, you work out, but like, like who the fuck are you? Muscles with a personality. Yeah, man. but like, that is not. That's not it, dude. Who needs personality yeah. when you got these guns? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Suck at these. <laughs> yeah, also, what do you do for a living? What the fuck you think, bitch? So, so whether what changed your mindset after that, or what changed you personally? <clears throat> I think I just wasn't happy. Like, you working out it's like they said you can work out all day bro but if you're not working up here like mentally like you're not happy you know what i mean like what's the point of being like physically fit if you're not mentally fit so that's uh, a good point yeah being good up here is the <clears throat> most important thing yeah 
Yeah. You got to like, be good here first before you can be good everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it gave me structure for sure. Like, yeah, like before I started doing comedy, like I wasn't really drinking that much. But it's not that I don't, it's not that I drink as much. It's not that I drink a lot now, but it's just like it's more than what I used to. Dog, when before I started comedy, I was getting blackout drunk. <laughs> but that's because like my dad was an alcoholic, and yeah. like I I, wa- I grew up watching him drink all the time. Mm-hmm. And like he told me that this one time where he like he finished the whole twenty four pack in like less than three hours. Like he got, he yeah. got hella drunk uh, working because he used to uh, he used to own his own taco truck. And mm-hmm. he just got bored one day because, like, people weren't really, like, showing up to get any food. Yeah. So he just, like, one, two, 14. Eight hours of drink. Yeah. I mean, eight hours. I mean, eight drinks he an hour. He told me that he was so <laughs> drunk he couldn't drive home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, if you watch Family Guy? Yeah. Like, bro, if you're my friend, bro, it's about Family Guy references. But, like, fucking that part where, like, Peter's, like, uh, Joe Swanson's like, hey, you get the drive? I said, yeah, I'll just close my eyes. And I do that thing where I just show it to my house. And it cuts to him waking up in his lungs. Like, works every time. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me a couple times, dog. It, uh, the one, the first time it happened where I blacked out and I woke up in my car. Mm-hmm. I woke up in the my driveway. And then I, I looked around and I was like, thank fucking God I got home. Yeah. But then uh, I told the, this other story about how I woke up in the side of the street one day. And that scared the crap out of me. And I told another story where I woke up on the side of the railroad tracks. Mm. And that really put the fear of God in me because I could have died. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things where I just like now if I if I do decide to drink, mm-hmm. I am going to get an Uber. Yeah. I'm going to get a Lyft or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to make sure that I'm good and that I'm not driving whatsoever. You know, even yeah. if I like smoke or whatever, but I'm not going to drive. Mm-hmm. But, uh, nah, most of the time if I drive from secret to home, I just drive my memory. <laughs> you just what? I drive my memory. Like you I drive my me- Yeah, like autopilot turns yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that actually happened to me a couple, like, that's what my mind just went to, like, autopilot, because, yeah. like, I knew my way home. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, like, I knew my way home, and, mm-hmm. like, I knew how to get there, and, like, I just, I just let my autopilot go through, but... Dog, the older you get, the the more you can't trust your autopilot. It's scary. Well, I'm not there yet. <laughs> you're not there yet? No, you, no, you, 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 how, how old are you? We're the same age, 31. 31? Yeah. Ah, damn. I can't trust it anymore. I, I think I did. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I've done too many, like, drugs, and I've drank, like, hard drinking. Like, mm-hmm. hella drinking. And it's just like, I can't. I can't trust myself that much anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like well, I, I don't condone drinking and driving. No, nah, me either. But it's just like, if I know if I'm say from secret or like from rush or something, that's like a. You're used to that drive, okay? I'll drive it by memory. But if I say I'm driving from Katie or Cypress or something, okay, yeah, I gotta put my glasses on, gotta put my fog lights. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I try. I don't do it that often, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I when I was younger, I trusted myself more. Now, I'm kind of more wiser, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm not even going to try. I'd yeah. rather just uh, either get a Lyft, Uber, or ask a friend if they can drive. I'm like, hey, how drunk are you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, less than me? All right, fuck. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a scary thing, too, when you're when one of your friends is like, nah, fuck it, I'll drive, and you're looking yeah. at them like, no, let's nah, get an Uber. Fuck I drive that. better than you when you're sober. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to Grant Wheeler right now. 
Motherfucker gets in an accident every couple weeks. Oh, man. All right. Well, this has been a good podcast. I appreciate you for being on. Uh, Is there anything you want to promote or any socials you want to give out? Just follow me on Instagram at Ricky Rivera with two A's at the end. Uh, TikTok at, uh, I forgot the TikTok, but it'll be on Instagram somewhere. It'll be on IG? Yeah, 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 for sure. I bet, bet, bet. And you guys know always where to follow me at the Jocosity. That's on everything. TikTok, IG, X.com, formerly Twitter. Uh, Always come through to Punchline Sundays, Mondays, Fridays. That's every Sunday, Monday, and first Friday of the month. Uh, I also help Jeff Joe out with his uh, Backyard Banner show. That's every Thursday at, I think, 9 o'clock on uh, Skylab on Washington Street. Uh, This Friday, I don't know. I might be putting out next week, but every, I think it's every second Mm -hmm. Friday. Let me check. Now, every third Friday, uh, we have a show at Sablegate Winery. It's called The Mystery Box. Uh, that'll be at eight o'clock. And uh, we also have some uh, don't tell shows that I help produce. Uh, if you just follow me on IG and I have all the links on there on my link tree. Uh, but thank you again, Ricky, for coming on. No, coming for having me, man. Appreciate it. And uh, deuces. Peace. Peace.